0: Full moon rises before nightfall. Welcome.
1: (laughs) Full moon rises before nightfall. All right.
2: I get. I get it. You gotta say it. (laughs) No. You gotta say it. No. This isn't part of the show, so I don't have to say it. Actually, actually, part of the show. (laughs) No. Actually,
0: yeah, we always do like a little banter beforehand, so that they know, so that people know that you know, we're we're also besides being informed and very well opinionated, we're also kind of funny. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't know what's worse about this, though, man. The fact that, like, she doesn't want to deal with us is the fact that she clearly doesn't know that we do an opening skit. Someone has been listening.
2: No, I know about the skit. I just don't understand what y'all are talking about. Good cover.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Okay,
2: so...
0: You know what's the worst part? That's going to be the opening skit.
2: (laughs) No. That
0: is the opening skit, actually. That is. There it is.
1: Congratulations.
0: Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. I'm Eddie.
2: And I'm Nikki.
1: We're reviewing the Fear Street Trilogy. And this, and this is a rollback. Is a rollback. We never time properly, do we? <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Fear Street Trilogy, a new set of movies that drops, drop right into our Netflix accounts in subsequent weeks. We, Friday by Friday by Friday, horror, teen, The it's got everything. It's got teens. It's got different ages. It's got different characters. It's got different actors. It's got bread cutters. It's got everything, man. So... This has been a very interesting thing that was not, that was kind of unprecedented. We didn't know that it was coming and then it just came out. I didn't realize until we started watching it that they were based on R.L. Stein novels, the same guy who did Goosebumps, which makes sense because these feel like adult Goosebumps. And that is like, adult Goosebumps is like alcoholic Capri Sun. It's all good things. And, you know, just taking them to like the next level. So This was not expected, but I ended up having a lot of fun with them. What do you guys think?
2: Well, I had a lot of fun with it, too. I also like all the hidden nods to R.L. Stein. So like in the beginning, the book uh, that they were talking about that Heather gave to the lady, the first opening scene, it was from um, Robert Lawrence, the author of the book. And that is a nod to R.L. Stein. They had switched Stein. it for the movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. His actual that. name is right. Robert Lawrence. So nice. it was
0: funny. <laughs> oh, R.L. Stein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes sense. See,
1: I didn't know
0: that. Makes sense. So this was a, Eddie, I know you, quant- you kind of want to talk about how kind of ambitious this project was and, you know, they are. Three movies that this could easily could have been a TV show, but the fact that it was made into three different movies that kind of connect into each other and they go backwards. What do you think about that? Uh,
1: Preferable, actually. Um, I think how do I say this? Uh, There's a lot of shows that have had issues with uh, length. You know, Uh, there's Lost, most recently Manifest, where the creator has a vision. And he, the creator's like, all right, like this is gonna be like three seasons. I got it all mapped out. We're gonna, it's gonna be perfect. And then you know, the company fucks with it, and they're like, no, we need to stretch that from three seasons into eight because we're making a shit ton of money off it. Uh, so I think for this, I think three movies was perfect. I don't think it could have held up for three TV shows, for three seasons of a TV show, or even one whole season. I think this is perfect. You know, three movies. None of them are too long. They're not too short. There's just enough, like, lore and urban legend in there to fill out, you know, three sublet movies, honestly. Um, the First one, obviously, being *Fair Street in 1994. Um, I, I'd like to think of it as, like, screens, Millennial
0: Gen Z Child. This first one. I mean, like, mathematically not,
1: but... Kind no, like, like screams, like uh, screams, Gen Z child. Like I feel like this okay. is what Scream would have been if it had come out like today. Self-aware, referential, good amount of action. It, it, it incorporates a lot of the high school aspects of it. You got the jocks, you got the cheerleaders, you got the bitches, you got the sluts. You have you have all these groups of Wait. individuals
2: and a you know ma- and a masked slasher.
1: Which, okay, launches.
2: that <laughs> like, was yeah.
1: left out, weirdly. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, it, feels like, it feels like a normal, it feels like a 90s high school movie, which it's
0: a love letter to the 90s. And it feels like it, not a bad way. Absolutely. It's very, uh, very Stranger Things-esque. Um, like, except that instead of 80s and 90s, like uh, it's, it's full on 90s, like especially with the soundtrack. Um it, it really works in my in my opinion. If we're going to start just talking about the first one, the first one was my second favorite out of the three movies. Um, I liked the the aspect. I liked the sad. I liked, the, I, I liked most of the characters. If I can start with one of my main problems with this series is that I don't love the main character. Her name is Dina. Mm-hmm. I didn't love her. I thought she was kind of toxic but
2: uh, <laughs> I agree actually <laughs> really, I <laughs> why? did not like Dina at all I actually preferred the friends and then yeah. <laughs> it was so sad really
1: Kate and Simon over Dina why Kate and Simon were so
0: fun they yes, were I agree engaging. with you but like like, why, why was Dina toxic the second, that, the second that we're introduced to her and that she's going to give her ex uh, that, that box of memories she's being like a total bitch about it and the only reason she why they broke, broke up. up with her. Yeah, but not because of a valid reason. Like, she just moved away. Like, they could have still seen each other. They weren't that far. But well, her girlfriend I mean, broke up with her.
1: Uh What's her face? uh, not, uh that... Look, it was the I'm 90s. Sam
0: broke up with her. Look, it was the 90s. They, they had IMs. They, they didn't have, you know, WhatsApp. Like, it was different okay okay it was a valid reason but they could still stay together the point is that dina was being a total you know not not good person about it okay (laughs) so out of the bad i didn't like her and throughout the entire thing like she just kept just being just digging digging and digging just being you know not the most likable character which sucks because she was surrounded by a very likable cast her brother is awesome like uh kate and simon are 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 funny um Hell, even Sam is is more likable than than her, and even she didn't get to do a lot of things. Really? You, yeah. Why, why do I like Gina and you guys hate her? I mean, I don't. I love will, her, but like, she's fine. I, think I will it, die I, on this hill.
2: I just don't like the angsty teen thing. Like, it just gets to me. It's like, stop throwing a tantrum. And then, if you're the main character, you really got to like shine throughout the whole thing. And if you don't, then you fall.
0: I agree. So yeah, that was uh, that was kind of like hard to follow because you know we had to be on her side. But the good thing is that she's surrounded by you know pretty likable cast and uh, pretty interesting uh, villains. Something really cool about the first movie is that we're introduced to this rogue gallery of like uh, killers and demons, and they're all got they're all so different. They they all have like different personalities and storylines and backgrounds, and. They're so cool about, you know, learning where they came from and everything. And um the first movie, so colorful, so 90s, there's, one thing that's painfully 90s which is when she's in the bus and she puts on her headphones and she goes nobody gets me and she cranks up Radiohead. and uh, <laughs> I love was, creep. Yeah, I love was, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I watched this movie with, with two friends and the whole time we were just dying laughing during that scene like we were just like oh my god like this is meant to be enjoyed like in a not in a so bad it's good but in a Kind of cringy, kind of oh look how look how teenagers are. Don't you remember being like this? I, I think it's not too relatable though like you're telling you're telling me not
1: once in your teenage years did you crank up the volume of some song you're like this song is how I feel about the world right now. And fucking letter. She just went through a breakup and she has very limited options as you can tell from between Shadyside <laughs> and Sunnyvale, her options are very fucking limited, okay.
2: Also, she had to be with Sam, kind of. I'm kind of.
1: She, I mean, she opened up to her in that like way, folks. If somehow you're listening to this, you haven't seen the fucking movie. Uh, <laughs> Sam's a girl. Get off, uh, Dina. Get off. Deanna. Is it Dina or Deanna? Dina. Dina. Sam and Dina are 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 a lesbian couple. Um, and seemingly, Sam breaks up with Dina just because she doesn't want her mom to find out that she's dating a woman, uh, dating a Dina girl.
2: And Which is, I'm,
1: you know, a thing that does happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Uh, no, and I'm not saying that doesn't happen, but I'm saying, like, fucking... Like, she, she's going through a heartbreak, man. Like, she opened up about this big thing about herself to this one person. They had a relationship, and then she broke up yeah. with her just because she moved. And then she had to watch her get, like, felt up by some douchebag football player.
0: Yeah. Like, That's the most unlikable douchebag uh, football player that I've ever seen in a movie, and I've seen plenty. And yet he's okay. only the second most uh, disliked person in this whole
1: goddamn story. <laughs> it's
0: kind of true, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> we'll mean, get to that one later, though. Yeah. Um, so we start to see that there's these two counties, because they're not towns. They're like counties, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're yeah. like right next to each other. Yeah, they have this uh, this animosity towards each other. too. turns so out they have a history uh, against each other. And then we have a, a, a central character that keeps popping up, and will keep popping up, and we, we need to address him right now, and that's uh, uh, Sheriff Nick Good. And right off the bat, when he showed up, I, I, I thought two things. One, he looks like Ryan the Temp from The Office, and... T- <laughs> that was loud even i heard it sorry and... no i fucking said it i said it
1: i said it and she was like what no, no. i'm like yes he does yes he okay. fucking it's does like, wait, wait, he like Ryan from yeah. the office <laughs> yes he fucking does because um, <laughs> i'm right
2: no it's just he realized this in the third movie and i'm like how'd you get ryan from this guy you know and then oh, instead of in the third one where he has the beard, yeah, in, yeah, I was like, like, I'll like pull out, and he's like, doesn't he look like Ryan from the Office? And I'm like, no. And then when they <laughs> show him back in the 1994, I was like, oh okay, I see it. Yeah, I, it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It's the eyes. Like yeah, oh, he, he looks like it. I was oh. right, Larry. <laughs> But yeah, he looks, one, he looks like right from The Office, and two, this man saw Like, he kind of saw like right from the start, right from the first movie. I'm like, this guy knows shit that he's not letting on. But and, his fucking and, name, Nick Good? Fuck you, dude. I
2: actually that... didn't realize anything. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> I was that one person. I was like, what?
1: I mean, what a look, twist. Like, just his name <laughs> told me this, this guy is a bad guy. At the very least. By the way, He's a <laughs> Calling mutual. a
0: character good and making him bad—that's such an R.L. Stein thing. Like I don't know if y'all grew up reading Goosebumps, but yes. that's such an R.L. Stein thing to do. By the way, it is—it's <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, so he's a character that uh, obviously knows stuff, and he's not letting it out. And uh, so we see these kids—you know—they're they're, they're gearing up to 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 play this game. Where they're gonna meet with the other with the other team, big fight big fight comes out and then um, we see that this curse is, uh, st- starts to take place by this uh, by this killer who kills off uh, Maya Hawk at the start of the movie, what I'm supposed to be, what I, I think is supposed to be a reference to Scream, because she was marketed everywhere, and then she gets killed like right at the, uh, right at the start and, yeah well, well she um, even did
2: the phone call
0: too yeah, like Drew Barrymore
2: thing. from Scream, so it was yeah. like ah
1: yeah, like I said, man, this is a fucking homage to to
0: fuck to scream like all all around. Yeah, even like just because, the, sorry, what? Yeah, no, I mean the the skull mask, like right mm-hmm. on the bat. And I remember you you telling me that you wanted to watch like a new like a new slasher. There you go, you you got your new slasher. There it is. Yeah. Well, like it, the thing is, he's such an
1: easily uh, replicated bad guy, like Ghostface. Yeah. Every fucking Halloween. I see like 10 of them. At least fucking 10 of them. You know, you just need the mask and black gloves and boom, you're done. Skull face yeah. is essentially the next ghost face. You know, it's just basic bitch, you know, skull mask, got a hoodie, you're good to go. Yeah. 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 Um,
2: yeah. Or maybe even the Axe too. Well, all the, what What would you call them? Like bad guys? All the villains. All I the guess. villains. They're yeah. easily replicated. Like you can replicate them for Halloween.
0: That's true. This could this could be like a great like a group. Oh, a group Halloween. project.
2: Yeah, they, <laughs> that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, like like get like five different people and they're all they're all the killers. So that that that's that, there's, there's an idea right there. Mm-hmm. I think I'd want to be the Jason ripoff. The uh, the axe. The one with the axe. Yeah, the axe
1: better. But no, okay, wait, we're we're still in the first one. We're still in the first. One. So, so still
0: in the first movie, we see that you know this. Curses start start to lift And the characters start to understand What's happening, what's going on And then uh, we see that Dina's ex, Sam, is being You know, she's being chased By this curse as well And The movie felt In my opinion, like very, you know, young adult Very uh Like, I feel like teenagers and young adults can, like, like this can be for like older, older kids And also like for adults But it still had that That Kind of like Goosebumps flavor, where it was still a little cheesy, but you know, really enjoyable. And then we get to one of the scenes at the end when they're in the in the grocery store and they're being chased by by the the, the villains. And I want to talk about this bread cutter scene because it is it has not left my mind since I've saw it. Fuck oh, man. Like that was intense. Um I was shocked. Yeah. I
2: didn't even think they were gonna go there. So I was like okay. <laughs> I, I was like actually the really, they went there. I was sad,
1: so sad that when it happened. <laughs> I liked her so much. She was so fun. She was a great friend, man. And,
2: and I thought she's gonna end up with the brother or something, or give him a yeah. kiss, or oh
1: I said he barely got to first base.
2: <laughs> which is her fine. words
1: not mine. Which is fine. Yep. Her words not mine. Yeah, which is I good. It's all sick. minors. <laughs>
2: i did not say that
1: (laughs) um but no uh so yeah that bread cutter scene was just fucking
0: brutal man like what a creative what a creative thing too because you know this movie could have very easily fallen into like oh nostalgia bomb you know we're just replicating things that other other movies have done this is This is like they're gonna. This is gonna be like their trademark scene, like when people remember. Oh, remember Fury Street? Yeah, bread cutter. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) uh, Honestly, man, just I give them props, but also
1: flack for killing uh, Simon and Kate off. Because I like, I like them more than more than Dina. I I mean, I don't hate her, but like, they were awesome.
0: They were great, and I'm I was shocked that they were both killed off. What a twist would it have been if they had just killed Dina and just kept those two as main characters. It would have been better. Like, oh, <gasps> I would have been like... But I would have been okay with it. What if they had killed off yeah. Dina and Sam? Both of them.
2: But then you'd be a, then you
1: against have- the
2: lesbian couple? That's
0: kind of... <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. they <You're> just kill <laughs> Sam. Right? Or Dina. <laughs> oh, gosh. If you've seen any movie featuring lesbians, you know that at least one of them died. <laughs> really? It's like yes. an ongoing like trope, joke thing.
2: Well, that's why I was like, oh, they're having... Okay, well, going to the second one real quick. They're having sex. They're gonna get killed, and, like that kind of
1: thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Which is kind of right.
2: <laughs> it's kind of right. Oh yeah. But poor Jeremy. Just throwing that. <laughs> but no, man. Was <laughs> Wait, there... back to the first one. Yeah, back to the first one. go
1: back. Um. So okay. So quick question for both of y'all. This yeah. movie was made, written, and and structured in such a way that. It's its own movie, you know, has a first, second, and third act. But yeah. also, this movie is a first act, you know, for, you know, the second and the third. It, it it has its own arc, but then it plays its part in an arc. Did it feel like the first part of a trilogy? Like, did that hurt it? Did you guys feel that or not really? Or how did you all feel? Do you want to... I'll let you a... go first. Oh, okay, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: Sorry. it's okay. You go
2: ahead. Uh, okay, I'll go first. Uh, real quick, I thought it was actually nice okay we started watching the loki series right and then it was kind of frustrating because it was like i want to see the next part the next part but it is something like old school to be waiting a week for it to come out right so you get excited for something so i kind of enjoyed that too so bittersweet
0: Mm. yeah i i understand that as well but i i I did want it to like have it. I knew that the three of them were going to be connected. And when I was watching the first one, I, I was talking with, with the friends that I was watching it and, and, and I said, I'm liking it, but from the way that it is being structured, I don't know why they didn't release them like you know, backwards. Like, you know, the old one first, the middle one, and then this one, because then seeing all the, all the, uh, like all the demons together would make sense. I thought it was going to be like an Avengers kind of situation. Mm. <laughs> but then when the movie ends, you're like, oh, this makes sense. You know, it makes sense that it was structured like this. It's a risk, definitely. But I think one that really paid off because I don't remember something being structured like this. Mm-hmm. Um, the The closest thing that I can remember is, um, and this was not done on purpose, but uh, or maybe it was, but remember Futurama? Yeah. So, remember the final episode? Oh,
1: uh, where they commit to going back and doing it all over again?
0: Yeah. So, what they did when they re- when the last episode of Futurama came out, like, on TV, when it was, like, aired, immediately after that episode ended, they, uh, they aired the first episode. Like, again. Oh, inviting the audience to
1: go and, you know, go... Let's go one more yeah. time together.
0: Yeah. 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 So that's the closest thing that I can remember to to, to like uh, planning something like this. And uh, I liked it. But on the last third of the movie, I was thinking like, why is it being structured like this? Like why? But then it made sense. And it, it only got me excited to watch the second one, which uh, I don't know if you guys are ready to move on to that one or if there's anything else that you want to touch about this one.
1: I got one thing real quick.
2: I've won too, but
1: you go first. Um just like I, I just remember watching and I, I said this out loud. You remember the scene when they're in the they figure out to use the restroom to trap them and kill them all like a bomb? Yeah. I just remember thinking like, man, if my dumbass was there, I would have been killed. Easy. <laughs> like I would have been Why? screwed. Cause my dumbass has a superman complex. So I'm like, no, I got this, y'all run. Uh-huh. Like I just remember thinking, like, man, I would have gotten massacred. I would have been an idiot. I was 17 and stupid.
2: And I would have been ticked (laughs) off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not mad, not upset, just like slightly ticked off. It's like, (laughs) Eddie, why? You're possessed. You're possessed.
2: (laughs) Oh, I'm the possessed one. Okay, then it'd be fine. I don't know.
0: (laughs) My dumbass is Deanne, is Dina your Sam. Mm. I would be the friend that just walks out and is like, y'all had sex, didn't you? Like that <laughs> did you get stabbed to death? I don't remember. Or did you get like throat <laughs> slit or what? Uh, axe to the head. That's right.
2: Oh, Fucking so sad.
0: brutal. What was his name? Kyle? But dude, I thought it was Jeremy. No, no
2: Jer- Jeremy's a poor
1: kid. Oh, uh, wait. The what? Oh, man, it fine.
2: was Simon. Simon.
1: Simon. No, no, yeah. Yeah, wait.
2: Yes, it's Simon.
1: So what did you want
2: to talk about? Oh, real quick. I just want to, going back to the very, very beginning, that book that that lady was holding was called The Wrong Number. Yeah. And by R.L. Stein, I had said that. But the main character in that book is named Dina. And I thought that was funny. Like it was coincidental.
0: Huh. It's been solved. Yeah. So yes.
1: did you, did you This is my wife. The one that researches
0: into every fucking detail. You're welcome, folks. Okay. You're welcome to learn from her for future episodes.
2: There I just got excited about that. I was like, oh, but they don't have to deal with each other. Like, it's totally different stories. But I was like, oh, Dina.
1: It'd be cool if they were connected. I don't mind that. And it had
2: two girls on the cover, which kind of looked like Dina. Well, not really. But it was like, Dina, Sam. I don't know. Like, mm. Got excited. OK, that's it. So,
0: awesome. second movie. <laughs> before before going to the second one, I saw this. Uh, I saw this interview with with uh, Lee Janiak, who's the director, and she was saying. She she was she was talking about how uh when they brought her when she was bringing in ideas she was like I really want to make the scene where like this girl's head goes through this bread cutter and everyone from the production staff was like that's impossible you can't put a head through a bread cutter so they brought a bread cutter and they brought a watermelon to show her that she was wrong and the watermelon went through and she was like I told you I told you it was gonna work and then they and then, and then they kept it after that I, I I just thought that was so funny like she she was like I told
2: you it was gonna work you know that's a really weird bread cutter. I'm sorry.
0: Like, where do you see those? It's from the 90s. In the fucking okay. 90s. <laughs> like, like, whenever something is like, is like this doesn't make, make sense, I'm like, it was the 90s, doesn't matter. Oh, that's sad, right? <laughs> it was a different time. It was the 50s. Was,
2: that kind of thing was
0: acceptable like back then. We
2: were all born in the 90s, no? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just throw
1: that
2: back. Yeah, but I, I was didn't... born 1994, so that was
1: cool. For yeah, me. but I've puberty until like the mid-2000s, Ooh. so I don't count it. Yeah,
0: yeah uh, me too.
1: Okay. Sadness. Wait, I have one more question. Well, I guess
0: it could be... Yeah. Well, you know what? It's a final question. It's a final question. All right, just remember it. Yeah. All right. uh, jumping into, into part two, which is 1978, and mm-hmm. we take a, a deep dive back in time because at the end of the first movie, we see that Dina and her brother meet up with C. Verman, who is a survivor of uh, of of a previous curse and she shows up, and she's played by Britta from from Community. And she's there, and she's she's she looks all stressed, and she she's wearing the 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 the, 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 the little uh, thingy that the divorced women wear, and and she's just there, and she's I telling them again. the stories. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing the card, and she's holding it like this, like like where's my alimony, Stephen? The kids <laughs> have soccer practice, and, <laughs> oh, and and she's there, and she's all stressed, and she's got all the clocks, and 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 she's playing Nirvana. In the background so you can tell that she's stressed and uh and and the kids show up and they're and they're like help us and so she tells uh, a two-hour long story of her childhood when she's at this camp and this is uh fear street 1978 and this was my favorite one i loved the second movie to me this was the best one not probably because dina was not in it but I just I love the camp acts uh, uh, aspect I love the 70s I love how it was portrayed I love the music I love just everything about this second one what did y'all think
2: completely agree uh, that is my favorite also and then it was also okay going in order it was two one three
0: same right.
2: so there you go but two had that like cute style that you're like oh like
1: the camera work. I want to compliment mm. the fucking camera work. And it, it was shot in like a 70s style. Like if you've seen any of those old school slasher movies yeah. between uh, any of the Friday mm. 13th, any of the old Halloween movies, any, even like the, the fucking B movie crappy slashers that we've never heard of. Like yeah. though it shot the moving angles and whatnot perfectly like the 70s. Kinda I was slow, yeah. It, I, I was really impressed. I was really fucking impressed by it though. Um and uh, the the whole C Berman thing, um, the, you know, her clocks and everything, like they give her a real manic sense of like fuck that she has been through some trauma. Like the fact that she needs a clock to remind her to do every single damn thing. Yeah. Um, also fuck the axe guy. I'll get to that part later, but fuck him. Oh, what's his name, Jeremy? He was a nice guy. No, and like, stop saying
2: friend? Jeremy. I don't know who, who
1: this Pork. character was. <laughs> it act- was Tommy. His name okay, was look. Tommy. <clears throat> oh, like Tommy Jarvis.
2: Yes, it was a nod to him. Jeez, fuck Tommy, Who's Tommy Jarvis <laughs>
0: from Friday the Thirteenth. Oh, okay. He's the, he's the dude that it. he's the dude that basically finally
1: time. takes it to Jason and almost wins.
0: Okay, I haven't seen it in a long time, so. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's the he's, yeah, he's he's Tommy. I I didn't see coming that he was gonna be the axe guy until he put on like that red jacket. Yeah. And, and he, when, he, when he walks into the cave and he was wearing the jacket, and I just went like, oh my god, he's gonna be the axe guy, and he was the axe guy. Yeah. So that was great. I watched this the the second movie again with with a couple of friends. Well, Hideki and Jimmy, you you've met them. Um. So I, I watched the movie with with, with them and. There was there's a moment in the second movie where they're playing music and uh, they they click on the radio and carry on my Wayward son by Kansas show place. And in the moment that that song played, my friend Jimmy just just turned to me and said, Sam and Dean would have this done in forty-five minutes with commercial breaks. <laughs> like, yeah, that's Like true. they would have done this entire trilogy in forty-five minutes with a with a commercial break. Like, there's no no question. Well, um, Sam
2: would have got his ass kicked first, and then Dean would have had to save him, and then
0: yeah. Oh my God, Sam and Dean, so. Sam and Dean. <laughs> What? Wait, what did you say? I thought you said Sam and Dean. <laughs> Sam and Dean, Sam and Dina. Oh,
2: oh my God.
0: Wow. <laughs> that cannot be a coincidence. I'm
2: sorry.
1: <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When were these books written?
2: No, Supernatural. Uh,
1: no, no, no. I know, but could it have been a prefer, uh, purposeful reference? Nah, it might be a coincidence. It was made, the made books in are from the 90s. The,
2: yeah.
0: books. the books, when did the Supernatural come out? Uh, 2000s. 2000s. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. It's, cool. okay. <laughs> it's just it's it just hit me like, oh shit, they have the same name.
1: Um, uh, wait. So I want to talk about the opening scene when she's like being fucking chased and then like burned with a lighter. I wanted that girl to die so bad. Sheila was her name, I think. Yeah. Oh, I
2: bully. want
1: the bully. I wanted her death more than I wanted a cold glass of water after a hot day. Mm, okay. That that girl just. I mean, that was the one
2: wow. one death I was like looking forward to and it never happened. Yeah,
0: it never happened. I never understand. Happened. But fuck this I was like, just,
2: I was like, so she got on the bus somehow? It was like okay. just,
0: they just left her there. She because she just knocked her mm-hmm. out and she just stayed in the restroom. Like they just never picked her up.
2: I'm like, she's safe? <laughs> okay.
0: Seriously. It, even if it was just like an afterkill, like she mm-hmm. was
1: like, she's like what the fuck are you doing? Ziggy, boom, ax to the back of the head. I would have taken yeah.
0: that. Beheading so. They took like six minutes to kill the, the small chubby kid with the glasses, but they couldn't Jeremy. kill her. Like, what? What? How much? I could tell that this, this affected you emotionally, Eddie. Like, how are you
1: feeling?
2: What was my
0: exact reaction when they killed him?
2: You almost cried. Dude, no,
1: I'm at, it can't no, be a little right now.
2: But it's because we were trying to make sense of the killings, and it's like, dude, he didn't deserve it. No. He was being bullied even. And I was like, are you serious?
1: Look, man, uh, I just I have a lot of empathy, okay? And I understand he's like, would you like some and he's being awkward, like with his fingers like, would you like some refreshments? <laughs> like the sweetest kid. The sweetest fucking kid, and they're like shut up, nerd. He's like, oh, okay. Like you, poor, I wanted to hug him. I understand. I was you at one point, you little kid. I, I it's okay. I just wanted to hug him. And oh, then,
2: that was another thing. You correlated him with your nephew, remember? Yeah. He did the same thing. And what was it? To get the Nintendo Switch.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah. No, 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 it was like it was the game. It was the game. whatever I fucking I passed it on to some other kid Uh, with
2: glasses and it looked like that kid
1: yeah I was like kid you take it like I don't need it or whatever and I let him have
2: it I was like you were sitting here all night
1: yeah I got there seven hours before the premiere like uh, it was the Super Nintendo the mini one I got there seven hours before to get in line to get mine and then at the last fucking second like at the very next kid is like this kid with glasses that has like a limp and he's like 11 and he wanted to get it or whatever. And I saw him and I looked at the line. I was like, God damn it. Like He's not going to he's not gonna reach it. Sure enough, he doesn't reach it. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get out of line so he can have it. It's all good. Don't worry. I was here for seven fucking hours, but it's okay. Don't worry. I didn't say that part.
0: You know what? This is why you would die in these movies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was, exactly like, why? Like, it was like, why? Because I would have been like, fuck them kids. Me like, too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was
0: literally, I was what was it
2: i was second in line because i was waiting with this one and then so i was like eddie where are you going don't go don't do it what and then he leaves he literally left the store and i was like no because that kid didn't earn it he didn't sit outside all night or
1: anything he he got there two hours before some asshole
0: cut the line Remember? That kid's gonna that kid that kid's gonna grow up and have experiences and stories and heartbreaks and you know he's gonna lose his virginity he's gonna he's gonna have the best meal of his life his best years are ahead of him you know and that could have been his moment right <laughs> yeah. there he
2: would have been like you know what next time I'm gonna wait for the PlayStation 10 in line for you know? look look
1: he would have gotten it but some asshole cut the line all right I can't say why but I couldn't call him out on it for good reason. Yet you
0: decided to st- to step the line? Like So in Netflix's Fear Street 1978, we see this? <laughs> we got way out of control. <laughs> oh, Sorry.
1: Okay, wait, wait. Let's go back to Fear Street.
2: Hey, but Nintendo, that's nineties, so there we go. We're in the same
1: We're in nineteen seventy. Oh
2: now. shoot. Okay, never yeah. mind.
1: Uh, wait, also, okay, so wait, real quick, good compliment. Um, it angered me. I've never hated a villain so much in a very long time. Not since I think Lord Voldemort have I hated, i actually been like, fuck this person. Since uh, fucking Tom killed that kid. And I was so against her, like, fuck her? Fuck this guy. Fuck this camp. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like that's made me snap yes. in anger very entertaining really? but that made me snap in anger so you know what props they made me physically hate a character props
2: well i was actually hoping like he'd come back somehow the kid in the third the <laughs> yes oh. <laughs> or the friends too i was like please come back but no yeah. they're amazing characters and it's just sad yeah but, like
0: uh, Even the side characters like have you going, and that kid only had like one scene before that. He has this one scene where he's with Tommy, and he goes like he gives him the 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 flag, and he's like, "You must protect this." And then he's got like the little fly flying around him, and then he goes like, "Oh, like Tommy, are you okay?" And then they 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 kill. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't fucking deserve it. And if
1: you notice, though, in in the movie, it lives up to the hype. And again, it pisses me off, but I get it. Yeah. Because these Sunnyville kids in this movie they, they, it's, it it's takes place out of camp and it's like war night, and it's capture the flag, whatever. Yeah. And there's one point where the all the Sunville kids are dicks. All of them. They're like, you can't talk, you can't sit, you can they're all assholes. Have you, have you met a kid? Yes, but I like the kids <laughs> from Shady Side. They were nice.
0: <laughs> <I> like-
1: <laughs> all those Sunnyvale kids were dicks and they all got to live. I hated that too.
2: Oh, also, yeah. right, shady siders were mostly minorities, so it was like you're killing a bunch of minorities here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: this, yeah, the, the the movie's not subtle. Like, must I remind you that this that the, the the three movies like end with like several characters that are all people of color killing a cop? Like, I don't think this movie is subtle about its about its messages, but. Um, but we're, we're, we're jumping a bit But, but yeah, I, I I do agree that there, that there There is something that they're trying to say And I think it's being pretty obvious <laughs> um, oh, but
2: yeah, I, uh, uh, Sorry, real quick, I was just curious What you thought the red moss was uh, representing I know we saw it in the caves And we also saw it um, in the oh, restroom yeah. mm-hmm.
0: I think it's just like you know A manifestation of like what they're trying to you know, it's expanding, it's ever sort of blowing, and that that felt also very Stranger Things esque, like it's just like this ongoing thing. Uh The second movie references Stephen King a lot. Mm. I, I'm not surprised they, they they borrow a lot from him. I don't think it represents like a lot more than that, but it's probably like how this play... because like the camp is technically in the other side. It's on sh- it's not on shady side. It's on Sunnyvale, right? Is it on neutral territory? I think I might be wrong also the camp is called camp nightwing and that makes sense because it's like in the middle of sunny and shady yeah and uh and, and
2: yeah in freddy it's uh in friday the 13th it's called uh camp crystal lake so i was like oh
0: I don't yeah know. it makes sense it kind of like, also part.
2: okay yeah.
0: and uh so i think it's like the ugliness of like the the curse just like coming out and manifesting itself and like it's proper way. There's this one scene where like they go into like what's under it, and they go like it smells like shit, and makes sense because it's where the toilets are. <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, I want to talk about uh, what's the name of this girl, the one with the short hair, um, Alice. Alice, I love her. I love her character. She was so fun, and uh, she was I, I, raw. I, I yeah, she was a jerk. Really?
2: Okay, sorry.
0: She okay? Okay. No, okay okay let's go you first
2: no go ahead explain yourself
0: okay maybe it's because i don't know i have a thing but I, I like her character because she was kind of like this rebel person she was kind of like the opposite of what uh not C- of C- Verman's sister what was her name cindy cindy yeah she was kind of like the opposite of cindy but they both kind of needed what the other needed uh they both had what the other needed like they were kind of they were perfect opposites to each other Mm -hmm. and i like when characters complement themselves like that because throughout the movie we're kind of giving this sense that c berman is cindy that not the younger one and Mm -hmm. the movie, yeah another david bowie (laughs) reference and uh there's like three in in, in this one i counted three Mm -hmm. and um so, throughout the movie, we're, like, led to believe that she's C. Vermin, but then she dies, and we're like, oh, it's it's Siggy, and her real name is, uh, what was her name? Constance? Cadence? Something like that. Candace, maybe? Candace. Something so, like c- she ends up being C. Verman. Yeah, C. Verman. And mm-hmm. uh, when we see C. Vermin, C. 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 Vermin, when we see... Uh, that character at the start of the movie and we're supposed to believe that, oh, she was like this and she turned into this. What the hell did she went through? Um, we believe it because she she went through that. But when we see um, Cindy and Alice kind of going against each other, um, I like how they kind of, you know, out... <sighs> Cindy ends up gaining a lot of confidence from her interactions with her, uh, almost to the point where, like, all the characters are like, whenever she ever she curses, she go, they go like, you curse, <laughs> mm. you know, uh, things like that. So I like I like those interactions that, that that they had. I like Alice way more than I like Cindy. I'll I'll I'll, I'll say it directly, but mm. uh, maybe it's because I like those kind of characters, mm-hmm. like spunky, full of attitude and stuff. So why didn't you like her?
2: You go first.
0: No, I mean, I just
1: liked... Uh, you're right, they did play off each other really well, but I also love the fact that they got brutally honest with each other. You know, when uh, when Cindy tells her, like, "You, I know I'm not perfect, but after all the bullshit I've been through, like I thought maybe if I'm perfect, I can get out of this place. No, I can escape. I can make it out of side. You know, there's a reason for it. And, you know, and all the shit that happened with her dad leaving and her mom, you know, drinking and trying to hold down jobs and stuff, it just... It's raw, but I like the interaction. And I like the fact that Alice says, my life hasn't been great either. Like, and she shows her her scars. Like, I have been through some shit, too. They're both yeah. dealing with trauma in their own ways. One, you know, trying to be this person she might not be. The other one with, uh, with uh, psychedelics, independence, you know, drugs. Yeah. Um, I, you're right. I like their counterbalance to each other. I like how raw Alice was. She's the person that'll call you out, like on those shit that like most people yeah. wouldn't. And I respect that.
2: Okay, that's fair. Um, just to be counterproductive in what y'all were saying, I just thought that okay, I have a big thing against uh, teenagers that are like real rebellious, like for no reason or real angsty. So I was kind of like. This feels over-dramatized for the movie. That was so, my perception. But that
0: hated me in high school. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we, we all deal with it. I liked you in high school. Oh, no, we met in college, so never mind. I don't know. <laughs> no, I liked her. It's just, huh. she was just angry all the time. And then she was giving, I know, Cindy, a lot of, uh, Cindy, right? Yeah, Cindy, a yeah. lot of grief. Mm-hmm. so yeah. it was kind of like i get it though because that was the thing they had to like tell the story as to why they weren't friends anymore right yeah and yeah. i kind of knew cindy like messed up in a big way but i just kept hating that alice was constantly in her face like you gotta do this why are you being oh you're gonna tattletale again and I Cindy don't know. the snitch or whatever yeah it was kind of like just pushing it pushing pushing it, push it but mm-hmm. that's just yeah. not my thing but I guess we get uh, different things nice out
1: duality. of movies, yeah. you know. So yeah. it's yeah. fun. Yeah. What y'all think of uh, of
0: Ziggy and uh, Mister, the young version of Mister Nick Good? I love Ziggy. Uh, she's played by Sadie Singh, who who was also in Stranger Things, and she was really cool then. She's really cool here now. She really captures that young tween um, experience of like being kind of angry at the world for probably no for the right reasons and uh you know she she knows her guns and so she's sticking to them you can tell that she still has a lot to learn but i liked her character she was kind of spunky and pretty fun and and then we have a uh, young nick good who even as a kid uh sus that's a sussy kid like like even as a child like i was ready to you know these hands are rated e for everyone like just, just come on <laughs> you um, know when
2: you first say sus I always think you're gonna say sucks but it kind of goes either way so it's fine <laughs>
1: you know that you know he might that kid may have been like what
0: 15 yeah probably that, that jawline was at least 35 paying taxes He yeah, had like yeah, like five o'clock shadow like what kind of 60 year old has <laughs> like a...
2: Hey you know what if you're gonna be in movies you better get a five
0: o'clock shadow like <laughs> instantaneously at everything
2: like no. or do what you can.
1: No, that jawline is paying taxes. Like, like that he
2: he can afford it now.
1: He looked like he was like thirty-five. Like again,
0: like right here.
2: Okay, he had a baby face. It was cute.
0: I would get a cut on my hand if I slapped him like that. that that's oh how my shot, God. That's how <laughs> shot that you want.
2: You know, it's yeah. funny how you guys like recognize that. You're like, I want that beard and those eyes. It's just damn charming. Uh, I didn't even notice his chiseled chin, so I just no noticed like, okay, they were both into Stephen King movies. That's all they knew, or Stephen King books, not movies. Sorry. (laughs) Look,
1: look on the chin skill. He's a solid g Leno. Okay, okay,
2: let's rate him right now. Okay, I give him yeah. Okay, one and five. The chin? Yeah, five being awesome, one being
0: crimson chin.
2: yes so five crimson god changes. this poor kid is
1: getting roasted by the worst <laughs> podcast he's never
0: heard of i don't even think it's a roast. it's anything it's pumping him up we're just pointing out his <laughs> you know his face um the ryan looking
2: chiseled face you could take a sand yeah.
1: grinder to that chin and the sand grinder would break first i think the
0: bread cutter would, would 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 break in his in his chin
2: I, guys the- i think we're getting a little sidetracked on this <laughs> <laughs> um Uh, wait i want to bring something to (laughs) sorry i'm still on the chin thing um oh goodness okay i wanted to ask like did y'all think he was really in love with ziggy because i know there was also well okay that's it well what do you think like why would he love ziggy if he was such a monster i guess that's what I would
0: be inclined to say yes until I saw the third one and we saw that even at that age he was already like manipulating everything and like mm-hmm. playing everything. Um I don't doubt that he had genuine feelings. I mean he's a kid and they didn't mention con- the, the the constant man the constant thing that Theme that's going on in the second movie is that everyone just keeps telling him, like, oh, your dad was this and your grandpa was this, and there's this legacy and you have to fulfill it and you have to fulfill it. And now we know what the legacy was. We used to think that it was, oh, he's going to be the chief of police. But now there's actually, like, you know, the devil. And we have this thing going on here where, like, he mentions that he doesn't want to, he wants to be different. And I don't, I, I think that plays both with the police thing and with the devil thing. I think he does want to be different but by the end when he sees how much he has what he has done has affected now that we know the knowledge in the third movie that he orchestrated all this and i think uh he can feel both he's conflicted you know but by the end of the second movie he's chosen his path and he's not going back so do i think that he has genuine feelings for sigi yes but he he chose his path by the end
2: it he was power what... over
0: love, right? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah.
1: Well, maybe if Ziggy wasn't so involved with this, he would have ended up with it. What do you
2: mean?
1: I don't know. Well, like, remember, the, the whole reason why he's like, no, nah, fuck that, like, she's a liar, is because if he agrees with her and says, no, yeah, it was these monsters, like, there's, there's this ancient magic underneath, he would have been exposed and he would have been
0: screwed. Think- he also caused this because mm-hmm. you know he killed. He decided to target the her her sister's mm-hmm. boyfriend, mm-hmm. and then he decided to go against that by trying to save her, which didn't work. So he kind of like conflicted himself there. So he's probably like, "Oh, you know what? I screwed up. Just control. T- I'll delete. Fuck it. <laughs> you know, just evil forever." This is sorry. I board right here. No, no, yeah. you're right. No, let's explain the board. Yeah. Um,
2: I thought Cindy was. Well, her death was really bad. And I was like, there's no way she can survive this. I was already like, ah. Yeah. You can survive us dabbing more than you can this. And I was like, they kept axing at her. I was like,
1: I remember I said out loud, we were watching. I was like, there's no way she can survive a sixth ax to the fucking chest. It's just impossible. (laughs)
0: It just kept going. Like, it
2: just...
0: (laughs) it was kind of funny like they just kept going and then and then and then ziggy gets stabbed like to her side several times and nick just revives her by giving her cpr i don't think that's how cpr works not she would have bled out
2: i was literally like okay this is the 70s they don't have all the medical advances they do now you know and even then now you still have to wait in line at the emergency room so it's like
0: yeah, you know? like how the hell does she survive like several stabs by CPR? Like to me, that doesn't make sense. But it's I don't like know if that's out the blood. Yeah, <laughs> the like, um, like uh, I don't know if 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 that's a nod to how stupid like the logic of the seventy of seventies movies were, Ooh. but I, I think it is because even at the start when she gets the bird in her arm. And they just put uh like they just put the cream and then they they put a bandage on her, and then the nurse is like, all right, just reapply this uh three times a day. It's like you just bandaged it, like is she supposed to take that out and put it again? Like (laughs) that's true. Why she left to a mental hospital? Like, this is why she was clearly not good at her job, (laughs) and nobody was concerned that she was like
2: second-degree birds. It was just like, okay. You know, in retrospect, why
1: didn't Nick Good just target her? Target who? The the nurse. Like, oh, this bitch is getting too close. Nurse.
2: Maybe she was Ruby. from Sunnyvale. Ruby.
0: Eh, fuck him. Nurse Ruby. Done. She already targeted the daughter. Like, she, she had already broken her, in a way. And might as well take out the whole bloodline while you're at it. Oh, now you're now 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 you're in fuck them kids mode. Like now, <laughs>
2: there's Eddie. <laughs> where they're assholes, fuck them
0: kids. Where where was that Eddie when you when you stayed when you stood in line for seven hours to buy a video game? <laughs> <laughs> where was he? Mm. Fuck you guys. So this movie, um... well,
2: I consider myself a relatively relatively nice person, and even I was like, dude, why? <laughs> And I'm not into the game. I'm sorry. I'm not into games that much either. So it was funny. Yeah, and getting back to it, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But you were a nice person, so that's good. And we love you, Jeremy, in the movie.
0: So. Yeah, Jer- Jeremy, the real MVP of this trilogy. He like, really was. Clap it up for Jeremy, you know. Put that. him in a Marvel movie. Just I fuck it. you both so
2: I hope you. they somehow bring him back.
1: I don't know. Nah, I, you know what, they probably brought him back in the in the third one, but then his eyes got fucked up and clawed out.
2: Or maybe he got the book.
1: <gasps> oh. oh. Wait, wait,
0: so before we leave, is there anything else you want to talk about when it comes to part two? Uh, part two was my favorite. I think... Uh, hell, I think it was really could... likable. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, hell, you could even watch it without watching the first or the third one and I think you'll you'll still get a pretty good experience., um, I loved it. thought it was great.
2: Wonderful.
0: Yeah. And okay, jumping into part three, which is uh very subtly titled sixteen sixty six And um, this is kind of like a two part movie because we part two ends with this really neat twist where, uh, she goes like mentally back in time and she sees like all the events of the witch, Saraphir, And we see like how the, the origin. We're going to see the origin of that. And we see that this is very clever. Everyone is played by actors that have been in the first two movies. Mm-hmm. So everyone is, is back. It felt kind of like a play, you know, like when characters when actors play more than one character. And uh, the third movie is divided into two parts. The first hour, is two hours and the first hour is divided by this recreation of what happened. And then finally a conclusion of the trilogy. This was my least favorite out of the three. Uh, not because it, it was bad, but because I feel like I like the first two way more. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I like the I like the, the second part of the movie way more than I like the first part. not the, the the part with the recreation of everything that happened. Uh I understand that maybe that was like a tribute to movies like The Witch or or or, or something like that, but I thought it was kind of slow, like I felt like I could piece in together kind of what was happening. And then they, they throw in that twist of like, oh, she was set up. She wasn't really a witch. And uh, the real thing that happened was like the curse that oh, I will always be after uh, the goods. I will always be after the good family. That that lineage will be cursed forever. Um, so like I said, this is like probably my like my least favorite uh, section of the movie when it returns to, to 1994. It, 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 the movie even says like Fear Street 1994 part two. <laughs> and uh, when it returns. um, And then it it leads to a nice conclusion, which we can get to in a bit. But what do y'all think about that first section? You first. Um,
2: I did like the first section, but you're right, the second section, I was like, yes, back to the 90s. I don't know. I'm not really into period pieces, but, Mm -hmm. you know, that was just me. Or I couldn't relate. Like the other ones, you can relate to the teenage drama and all the... This and that yeah. and oh the slasher movies like you get it. Mm-hmm. This one it was like okay I guess I'll watch try to figure it out. But I did like that they did switch the characters to match the the ones from the nineteen ninety four and mm-hmm. I was like oh the friends are there and all that yeah. so that was interesting
1: mm-hmm. at least and again fuck Tom. There Tom no he wrote
0: this part no like, remember he was, he was the
1: one kid. that accused them of being witches.
0: Was he the drunk?
1: Yeah, he was the town drunk. He was the one the ugly, with I, the ugly I, mouth.
2: I thought that was the you know the party guy. Which one? The one that slept with the girl.
1: Oh, well, he's like you better not admit it to anyone. that was slept together.
2: Yeah, that guy. No, it was oh, Tom yeah. in the I, one, I'm
1: ninety nine percent
2: sure it was Tom. I thought it was that guy.
0: Either so, way, oh, it oh, was it 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 was sixteen sixty six. Like they, they they were trading they, they were trading goats with. I don't know, peach rocks know. like it was, yeah. Um, um, suspension of disbelief.
1: <laughs> so, th- so this one, yeah, it felt like a, it felt like a tribute, yeah, to the witch and like exorcist movies like that. Mm. Oh, she's possessed, whatever, whatever. It felt like, and I like, I can appreciate the fact that each movie in this genre, I mean, each movie in this trilogy, paid homage to a different genre. Apart, you know, we have the scream one, we have the Friday Thirteenth one, and then we have like the witch slash exorcist one. Yeah, um, which I can appreciate. But I remember, I remember after the first, I was like, "How the fuck are they gonna like make the third one like fun or exciting or entertaining?" Because like it's gonna have to be a slow burn. Like, there's only so much you can do in a, in a period piece. Which, you know, I was pleasantly surprised they. Oh, it only lasted about an hour. Yeah. You know, I, I thought it was gonna be a lot longer. So I mean, good, good on them. They knew what they had to deal with, what they had to work with, and they paced it perfectly. One hour—that's all you get. And that's all we need anymore. And I think we
0: would have hated it. Mm-hmm. I agree. And uh, when we come back to um, to 1994, and immediately when we jump into 1994 and we see Nick Good just showing up in front of those kids in the woods, I'm, I'm like, okay, yeah, now everyone's on board. We all hate this guy. We all hate him. He started the fire. No way, that's from the office. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, yeah. So, we get back to 1994 and we see uh, Dina and her brother. And they're putting in the hat. They they put the hat back. You know, hand is back with body. And we see this chase. First of all, good for those kids. They stole a cop car. Good for them. And... They get back to to see Berman, and they start to craft out a plan in the most '90s way possible because it involves neon lights and Aww. playing The Offspring in the background. Aww. That was That's
2: Exactly what I was thinking.
0: I yeah, I was that was so '90s, and in the cheesy is the best way possible, in my opinion. And uh, and we and we get this crazy scene where like all the other villains show up. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, can I compliment like three things real quick in the in the first half
1: of the movie? Yeah real quick two of the most haunting scenes i've ever seen one after the the pasture like di all those kids like that's just creepy as fuck i can swear i think one of those eyes blinked. yeah um uh, once you rip them all out second the fucking pig that ate its own piglets that will haunt me forever hmm. uh and the third thing is i still nikki had to explain it to me while we were watching and she said no you know those villains are from nick from Nick Good, from the Good family, not from Sarah. And I remember just saying out loud, huh, I wouldn't have blamed her for fucking everyone over in this
2: town, though. I would have yeah. blamed her.
1: I mean, they kind of, they, they murdered her. Like, I wouldn't have blamed her. I get but, that you do, but, but I wouldn't have. But
2: it's nonsense killing. You know what I mean? Like, she mm-hmm. would be, if she had killed the ancestors of those that wronged her, that'd be a different show. Yeah, But it was just like random killing.
1: No, all I'm saying is this: if my, if a town were to slaughter me and hang me and make me suffer a slow, painful death, fuck
0: that town. I'm gonna make sure everyone in this town suffers for generations. Yeah, make everyone suffer. Just just as long as the as you know, they had they let kids have their video games in line. You know, just as long there as go. that. What do you consider morally okay and what do you not cuz like that that's th- those two feel like two extremes. It, it contradicts things. <laughs> do you lot. speak Eddie? Do you speak any? I general? mean I've I, been trying for like the past like almost like 6 7 years but you
2: know I've known you like 10 11 and jeez.
1: You're you're fluent as they come
2: yeah i know but it's hard to read you like sometimes you're just like why did they kill jeremy and then it's like fuck those people like it doesn't make sense
0: you're you're a man who when we were driving to your own wedding you said completely completely straight face you just said what a great day for an exorcism like that's not a normal thing to say like <laughs> i think you just broke the key that's not a normal thing to say in a moving car <laughs> while we're driving to a church like oh. it's okay
2: I, and uh, i know you have to be yourself around people <laughs> but it was really hard to explain to my family eddie <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. I love you so much. They get him now. They're like, oh,
2: Eddie. Like, that kind of thing. <laughs> Oh,
1: you. <laughs> oh, but, okay. So, going back to the movie series that we're talking about. <laughs> folks, Chema and uh, Eddie are broken right now. So, I'm going to go ahead and just talk for a moment. So, <laughs> first you folks. Um, this third one, uh, it, it really crescendos in this, in this yeah. third act. Like... Mm-hmm. We're building, we're building, we're building. You we get sidetracked with 1966, we had 1666. And we're building some more up to this crescendo, which this is a third act, of act that lasts an hour. But fucking, it, it's a third act of a trilogy in the third movie. It, like, it doesn't get more third act than that. You know, there's only two Avengers movies. There's Infinity War and Endgame. If they had
0: done Infinite War or something, crap. What's the name of the of a character that that, that that they pick up the 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 one that was blamed for like spray painting? Um, oh gosh,
2: I was just trying to look up his name. I liked yeah. him too.
0: He was so funny,
2: and I was kind of the... like, la-
1: yeah, there's
2: there's that Daryl, no, Martin. Is it Martin?
0: Yeah, it's Martin. Martin. I think so. Yeah, I love what they. When they go to pick him up, okay, and and uh-huh. they go and, and they go like, "Hey, do you want to screw? Do you, you want to go kill uh, Nick Good? And he just goes, "Let me get my, let me get my coat." You know that <laughs> actually ticked me off. Yeah.
2: I was like, "How? Like he would? Nobody in their right mind would do that." But then when they were at the mall, he was like, "Oh, you're serious?" And then uh, I was like, serious? "Oh, yes, that's me." Okay,
1: <laughs> you're fucking serious. You're gonna kill a cop? I'm like, no, Ooh. no. And they're like, "We have proof." Yeah. What's your proof? <laughs> they show them Demon Sam he's like, alright,
0: let's get him.
2: But that didn't make <laughs> sense either. She could have been like a crazy a crazy white person and they were just like, okay.
0: <sighs> she could have just been a crack addict. Like those yeah. were popular in the 90s, you know. Or could have been faking it, you know. We, lost a, couple, we, we lost a couple good rocksters to that. So... God damn it, so, <laughs> so we have this scene where like I think this was a very smart uh a, a part where they kind of like lock them all into like different stores in a mall and uh and then you know they 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 let them all out once once uh, they realized that they were all all after uh Nick good and they carried yeah. this bitch. Yeah. yeah yeah they they carried her we're like neon so you know we remember that it's 90s and uh uh I mean you you worked at a mall you probably like plan like something like this at some point. I mean I, I hate to say it. I did plan a lot of break ins that never came to fruition.
2: Let's
1: just say I know what stories I would hate if the purge was ever real.
2: Let's just say he's kidding for reference sake.
0: Yes. We didn't say joking. one of all it's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but no fucking um I love how inventive this movie was a lot of movies are just generic, mm-hmm. oh we're gonna go toe to toe, whatever. This movie got really inventive with the traps and the way they did it. Not since Toy Story three have they has ever have I ever seen something and been like, "Fuck, that's a great plan." I would have never come up with that.
0: Yeah,
1: like like fucking um, almost any movie. It's a very straightforward like where we just need to get this MacGuffin and then we're gonna be fine. No, in this one, there's like actual strategy in mm-hmm. it and what they're trying to do,
2: except for tying up Sam. They should have locked Sam in one of those gates as well.
0: Yeah, they should have. I I was kind of
2: like, uh, she can get out, guys, like with enough force, She's a a demon or she's possessed or whatever. Or
1: maybe put a bag over her head and like from time to time open it. That way she gets fresh air and then close it back. What? She, She stays passed out.
2: Like knock her out first? Yeah. Okay. You didn't make that clear. I was like, you just put a bag
0: over <laughs> Okay, That's what they did to the ax guy. They put a bag over his head and- But know, he went on game. fine, huh? Yeah. He, he won't won't for him. He's harassing. a trooper. He's he won't a won't trooper, he kept harassing. on going. Um,
2: um
0: go I have on. one question Shoot. and I, I, I want to ask it to both of you. I want to ask it to the audience. And I think it's the question that's on everyone's minds and it's important that we address it. Where the hell were the parents? <laughs>
2: They're Where dead. were the parents? They're dead. The end. It was not a parent-filled movie.
1: Where were the parents? They were at work. They were working. Look, there's, we only really see one of their parents. We never see Kate's. We never see Simon's. We never see uh, Dina's or Josh's. We only ever see Sam's mom, and that's it. There's only one parent in this fucking movie.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Uh, wow. I did not think about that. I love how the cops get murdered. Like, how real that was. No, no, because think about it. Like, like I've always thought about in horror movies. I'm like, just fucking call the cops. They'll handle it. And then in this one, they have officers there, handguns drawn, ready to go. They see the bad guy. Oh, let me just pop a few in this motherfucker. Nope. Mm-mm. Does not fucking work. Like, that, that whole old-school trope of, like, uh, I don't know how many horror movies you two have seen between yourselves, but, like, how fucking often it happens where, like, the cops show up right when the credits are rolling. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Freddy versus Jason, shit, ton of movies, that happens. And yeah. this one, the cops are there. Nope, it makes no goddamn difference. As a matter of fact, one of you is a bad guy. Wow,
0: just like real-life cops. I wasn't going to say that. I said it. I said it. And I'll stick to it. If anything, (laughs) if anything this movie showed us is that a cab. That's it. uh, (laughs) I said it. So, um, except the people at Brooklyn Nine-Nine, all cops are bastards. So, (laughs) I said it. I'll stick to it. I want to talk about one specific scene that really got to me. Um, so the ongoing relationship that we see going on in these movies uh, that I think was very interesting was the dynamic between Dina and her and her brother. Um, they have both one scene that I think is really really stupid, and then one scene immediately following it that I think it's great. Uh, and it's very it's very short, but there's this one scene where like the two of them are talking, and then he goes like, "Hey, Dina," and she goes, "Yeah, his name is Josh, I think." Yeah. I think so yeah he, he goes like hey dina she goes yes josh i'm like siblings don't do that siblings don't look at each other and like call each other by their names and they just turn like all, all worried siblings don't do that um <laughs> from what i from what i've lived and from what i've seen but then there's this one other scene where like immediately after where like he shares with her the konami code and, and he goes like this is what i what i do to calm myself down and she goes you're a fucking nerd and then she goes you smell like an androgynous baby that is siblings on point
2: that's exactly that what we fantastic. thought fantastic That's yep. so perfect yeah well because we were like why would you bring this up right now and then she was like you're a fucking nerd it's like yes we love you for it though
1: i just remember thinking like oh this is cringe in all the worst ways when he tells her the fucking up up down down code. hey I but she that. used it yeah, bump, down, down, left right left right. A B start. Yeah, Gosh, but then you remember. go.
0: Okay. True nineties kid, right there. Oh, um, love you. But yeah, but yeah. So but when she go, when she goes, you're a fucking nerd, and he goes, you smell like an androgynous baby. i and like, that <laughs> is good. That that was really good. That's a real like
2: relationship that. right there.
0: That's a real. That's a real siblinghood. Yeah. Um. Did anyone else look, want? No, sorry. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, at the end of the day, I, I, I'm glad that Josh lived. <laughs> like, I'm just glad the little brother... That like, is that's true. That was survive. the
2: one I was like, he better live or with this movie.
1: Yeah. I love how Dina, like, the, like not, not an hour after her friends are murdered, she, like, goes over to her once ex, now current girlfriend, listen to music. Like, your friends just died. just Even if it's the next day. They just died. They had
2: once. a date that day, that night.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was like, That's "Oh crazy. man, my two best friends that
0: got me through the through through life are gone." What are you doing tonight? <laughs> my two best friends, who had a better personality than me and should have been the main characters, died. You know, like, what are you doing tonight? Yeah. Uh, like, oh, uh,
2: real quick. I thought it was interesting. Kate, she, you know, how she was selling pills. Yeah. The she called them blueberries, right? In 1994. And then in yeah. 1666, to get high, they needed berries. So yeah. I thought that was funny. I was I like, oh, was she's that. doing both. I forgot about yeah.
0: that.
2: Had all the hustle back in that 300 years. Yeah.
0: Rice and grind. Yeah. Uh, I like that too. um I think this these three movies really benefit from re-watching. Like I can't wait to rewatch the first and second one just to see if maybe there's more hints that I didn't see at mm-hmm. the at the start. Like there were things that that I really liked. Um, I don't know how much of them were on purpose and how much of them were, you know, not were just happy accidents. Um, like for example, there's this one really subtle scene that I really like at the start of the second one where C Berman is uh is at her house and she's kind of like doing her daily routine and she's listening to all the clocks and she's listening to Nirvana's cover of The Man Who Sold the World. And the lyrics are going, and the moment that the music starts to like overshadow the lyrics, the lyrics are I thought I died a long, long time ago. And I I thought I died alone a long, long time ago. I'm like, that cannot be on purpose. Like that. That, like, that cannot be an accident, that had to be on purpose. And then the fact that the movie starts with a Nirvana cover of that song and then it ends with the real song uh, sang by David Bowie, which is another reference to, to, to her being called Ziggy and her cat called being called Major Tom. Um, it, it can almost feel like she's presenting herself in a way at the start by using a cover of a song and then at the end she's the real her and it's the original song. Uh, maybe I'm just, like, pulling shit of my ass, but I thought that was so smart, and <laughs> probably because that's one of my favorite songs, so I, I really like that they did that. Um, did anyone else yeah. feel
1: faked out? Like, uh, I'm going to jump back to part two real quick, just because I'm remembering this now. Did anyone else yeah. think that C. Berman was the older sister and the younger one? I didn't think it was Ziggy, until, like, the
0: reveal. I think they set it up to what make you, you feel like it is, but... Yeah, I think I, h- I halfway through hard. I'm like, I think it's uh, halfway through I'm like, I think it's the younger sister. But
2: well for but me, yeah. I was like, I really like Ziggy. Please don't. I was like, how is she gonna die? Make it nice. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Painful. Painless at least.
2: But it wasn't. Uh, well, her sisters wasn't.
1: Did anyone else enjoy the fatal four-way between the killers when they spray them all with their own blood? Well, when they spray them all with uh with uh, Diana's blood.
0: I'm so glad you didn't stop after Fatal 4-Way. Yeah. uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, I I liked it because it it kind of felt like it was just building up to that specifically. Like, we liked all these killers, like they all had different, like, even though they didn't have dialogue, except for the one that sang. it was cool, kind of just seeing them all go against each other. It felt like it, it felt like I was playing Dead by Daylight or something. Like they were just all <laughs> going against each other, or like that crazy scene at the end of uh, of uh, Cabin Cabin in the woods. the woods. Yeah, exactly. Like all the monsters just going against each other. I thought it, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah,
2: I just wish we knew like all the origins of the stories
0: they could do shorts or little spinoffs or something. Yeah, because like, yeah.
2: I was like, I want to learn about that little kid, because that one freaked me out the most, where he's hitting the... Go with a... the bat? Yeah. Go like, with a yeah.
1: Mask. The plague doctor kind of scared me just because he was like seven feet tall. If I can look right. up at you, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and that's, you that, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a lie, because you love me, and I'm taller than you, so... You know. Not by much, though. Not by much. You're not seven feet tall. No, but by enough.
1: Mm, mm-hmm. And don't you forget it. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so, so, no, so, okay, so the, no, so these killers because I'm like, this,
2: like this, this. Yeah, I'm it's holding like up nice. and no, but Chema to Eddie and Eddie to me were like an interpart. Like yeah. So it's kind of funny. Like
0: um. if we if we all stood next to each other, we would be like the bars of like the the, the cell phone, just like going up. Oh, we're like raising the bar. Yes. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, um yeah. What, the, what else can we say about the third one?
1: So the, what, this true So yeah. this trilogy. Um, were you shocked when you found out it was Nick in the end? No, all uh, cops are best. <laughs> God damn. Oh, God. No, God
0: damn it. um, no, um. Except I it was for spitting. you,
2: Brooklyn Nine Nine, right? <laughs> <laughs> Except
0: for Andy Sandberg and the troop of the Nine Nine, um. Rosa, no, um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Rosa Diaz. Just saying. Oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. You <laughs> know what's? Uh, small parentheses. Um, the place where I work, I used to have this boss, and he quit. And for like three months, I didn't have a boss. And then a new boss came in, and she came in on the first day. And she, she was like, "Hi, nice to meet you. My name is Rosa." And then in my head, I went, "Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. <laughs> oh yeah."
1: <laughs> And, and he was fired that
0: day <laughs> no she's still my boss oh, Damn it, him <laughs> it was funny um, but yeah no I I thought it was fitting I, I, I was surprised by the fake out that it was not a, a that the fear was not a witch like she was just like she was even worse she was an, a, a woman that was upset and that can be worse so you know Nothing like the scowl of an, of an angry woman. Am I lying? <laughs> but she Am really didn't do anything. <laughs> she didn't do anything. This this could be called the gaslighting of no. Sarah Fear. Like, okay. She I was, was just... literally
2: like ticked off because I'm like Sarah Fear. You were like, I'm going to curse you for the rest of your life. You didn't do anything to 300 <laughs> years later when somebody like set you up. Right. Yeah. To, so for you to swing the bat or like, come on. I man, they could have done so much more for her. Maybe like she's the reason he has to be reincarnated, like gets killed or some weird way. Or... She
1: cursed yeah. me to this existence forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Oh, I feel I th- like if
0: I, yeah. Sorry,
2: ahead. real quick. I thought it was weird that his biggest aspiration was to be a sheriff. Oh I yeah, remember? Like he could have been anything.
0: Just another day in the Midwest. And- <laughs>
2: He wanted to be a sheriff. I was like, okay, you could have easily done that in a small town.
1: <laughs> or become president or something. Like His aspirations
2: were very fucking low. But I was like, okay, you do you. But, jeez. That's it, yeah. just okay. he I just feel like he could have been president. I know he's a bad guy, but he could have been a king.
0: He could have just aimed higher, but no. Set your
1: sights higher, bro. Yeah.
0: Oh. oh god did um, you th- did yeah,
1: you did you think that the death was satisfying when they killed him nick yeah a hundred percent yeah uh, really thought, for you i thought it should have been more brutal
0: he just got shot okay he, like, just a bullet to the head come on you mentioned the same thing for the for a couple weeks ago when we talked about black widow that, that you were not satisfied with the villain death what is a satisfying villain death for you like what's your standard if- i want to know
2: I agree, though, and I thought if the seven, the seven villains were to kill him brutally, that yeah. would have been interesting. Or got the okay. bread cutter, bread cutter okay. up in this, Bring back the bread cutter, yes, <laughs> and be like, "This was word. my friend." And feet
1: first, by the way, feet first into the bread cutter. Oh my god,
2: he would have. Okay,
1: I logically, he
2: would die.
1: Yeah, but it would, but it would be more painful, longer.
0: It would have gotten stuck at the shoe, <laughs> the leather. We can. We it, can... It, it made sense at the head because you know it's 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 soft. Okay, start with yeah. one of the arms and work your way through. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine just like just like getting stuck like halfway through? Like okay, I'll, I'll wait. You know, just Jeez. get get the other one. Get the other one. Oh. Yeah. Right. Oh God, uh, I love I, I loved it. I, I love the trilogy I think uh, I think it's really fun I think it's entertaining I think the character the side characters mostly are are, are very enjoyable and all praise be to Lee janiak she's a great director and this is like her, her her big coming out party she's done a couple of smaller films give her like whatever project that she wants she can clearly do uh 90s 70s and you know old school um, I really I'm really looking forward to whatever she does next. So if they give her more, I'll watch it. Uh, all the young actors are really good in it. They're already really entertaining. If you want to take a nostalgia fest back to the nineties or to the seventies, I think this is a great, the great little trilogy to watch a great little experiment too, with the whole setting it up uh, to go forward, but going backwards. Uh, didn't see this coming at all. Had no idea that this was going to be a thing until it came out. So I was pleasantly surprised that, I love uh, the, the Fierce Street Trilogy, my favorite one being the second one, but still pretty enjoyable. Uh, what are y'all's uh, final thoughts, conclusions, all that? you first.
2: Oh, um, okay. I'll go first. Uh, I just, I agree with you. It was pleasantly entertaining. And then um, I like that each movie, you weren't expecting anything. Like yeah. everything was different. And it was kind of putting you in a new perspective, but somehow tying everything together. So I thought it was really creative. So bravo.
1: Um, I really enjoyed the movie though. The whole trilogy is great. Even Even the 1666 part was not expecting it to, was not expecting to enjoy it as much as I did. Plenty of story. I love the reveals as it goes. Like you have to, you have to watch the whole trilogy though. To really understand yeah. most of it they recap but like it's more satisfying i guess if you watch all three um i also want to bring up real quick what do you think it was supposed to be rated because like the some of the deaths were so brutal i think it should have been rated r but like were they going to market this to teenagers like there's no way that bread could have seen would have been pg-13 that's what i was just looking up it was
2: supposed to get the like
0: theatrical release I feel like in the '90s it would have been it would have been like a PG-13, but you know they got away with everything back then. Mm. I don't think this would have been a a a, a, Art? a cinematic release. Like,
1: yeah, apparently was it was supposed to release in June of 2020, but due to obviously you know the pandemic uh, and and Disney acquiring
0: uh, 20th Century Fox, Sherman uh, oh, Productions. Uh, how are they gonna do it were they gonna release the movies like a week apart or that's the thing
1: i couldn't find any i couldn't find anything on it all i know is that they were supposed to release the first one in june of 2020 maybe one every three months or something or two months it it feels tailor-made
0: for netflix it feels like like it it, yeah
2: it doesn't feel like they made it in advance it felt like you made it for netflix so we can binge no,
1: so yeah. apparently it, they they went the Lord of the Rings route where they shot all three concurrently just to make it cheaper. Okay. Um, but the trade off was though is that they were supposed to release three movies into theaters at, seemingly at different times. So I wonder how the fuck would they have done it? Was it would they have all been rated R also? Like
0: yeah. The fuck. I feel like Netflix gets away with like unrated things a lot.
2: Yeah, because um, nobody checks.
0: Yeah, because nobody checks. And, you know, everyone everyone just randomly you know, you can watch brutal scenes in teen shows. I mean, we all remember the Thirteen Reasons Why controversy. Mm-hmm. And it's one for the second season and the one for the third season with the mop. You all know you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And <laughs> oh I do, okay. <laughs> okay, you do, okay, good. Even I
1: know what that one was. I just remember hearing about it I Googled it, I was like, oh
0: ow. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, hell! Recently, there's this there's this new show on Netflix called I think it's called After Sex or something or Sex Life or something, and uh, there's like this ongoing trend like or joke on Twitter where where someone's like, go to episode five of Sex Life minute uh, 80, 18 or something and just oh, record yourself reacting and uh, I I looked it up and uh, uh, yeah, like it's graphic. So yeah, that's that's been like an ongoing thing also. Um, so I think Netflix gets away with it that's why these do do not feel like uh, cinematic movies, these feel like tailor made for like the Netflix formula of like you watch one, you get excited to watch the next one next week, Um, Mm -hmm. which they haven't done, they've only done like shows and so with something like this I Mm -hmm. think it fits pretty well and Netflix is gearing up, you know this has been a great year for Netflix, they're releasing something new every week, uh, like a new movie every week and between this, uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines, like they're they're just releasing like amazing stuff this year. So, yeah, I'm all power to them. All power to Netflix.
2: And at an affordable price too, so that works too. That's true.
0: Pay us.
1: Well, the, well, Sponsor
2: the- us. <laughs> just saying. Well,
1: I mean, they are starting to also Netflix starting to branch out a little more into theaters. Like they released Army of the Dead. They
0: made some money off that one. Yeah. Um, I, oh my god! Nominated for a bunch of Oscars too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time.
0: Um, yeah, I know. So, f- final
1: thoughts, final ratings.
0: Uh, the first one to me is like a like a three point five out of five. The second one is a good like four point two out of five, and then the third one is like a three out of five.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So that's like an average of what? 3.75?
0: Yeah.
2: Four. Let's give it a four. Four For the trilogy? Yeah. All right. For the trilogy, I would give it three out of five. But just because I had some qualms on like who died and, you know, me being like mostly like I wanted it perfect kind of thing for me. But it was actually very interesting and it was collective and everything paralleled with each other so you know what 3.5 out of five it's passing it's good it was fun mm-hmm.
1: damn i'm about to be generous uh a minus for the trilogy really? um solid trilogy I, all three none of them are bad and i'm not saying they're all amazing but none of them are bad and that's that's saying something have you seen the godfather part
0: three Exactly. Um uh, not not because I wanted to. I wanted to avoid it, but I figured I already watched the first two. I should.
1: Look, the Godfather Part Three, Return of the Jedi. This is better than both charges.
2: Well, we, we want people to watch your show. So just say Yeah.
0: <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna badmouth return of the Jedi and like in the on the internet? Like, do you wanna get crucified? hey Um,
1: i'm gonna bring up something i i used to see a lot but it's it's been a while oh come on
0: i know i know okay you know what fine no it's just that okay you know i love star wars but i'm i I, love star wars too i I fit i'm done talking about star wars like in public or like in in on the internet like it's it's a it's a minefield it's It's, exhausting it's, it's, it's a toxic fandom I just want to watch. I, I just want to watch Mandalorian and not talk about if it's good or bad. Like I don't care. I just want to enjoy it. Like I don't care. Okay, can I say something? What's hey, the mo-
2: you wanted to be the Mandalorian, though. I
1: actually like the Mandalorian. That's Hypocrite. the only of property I like.
2: Hypocrite, right there.
1: What I said? What I said? <laughs> I
2: didn't fuck the new hole. Shema rolled away. Oh, oh, I like it. You know, we call Ace our dog, baby Yoda.
1: <laughs> Bro, his ears when he's like wrapped up he has like the ears of Yuppie Yoda um, yeah. but no wait okay we're going back real quick what's the most yeah. toxic fandom you think the Rick and Morty fandom DC fandom Marvel fandom or Star Wars fandom
0: probably Star Wars
2: okay. oh me Star Wars
0: I say this you know confidently wearing a Star Wars shirt by the way <laughs>
2: Well, oh, I say you gave because the rest of them I was like, eh.
0: <laughs> You gave me this shirt, by the way.
2: Oh, I did. Yeah. Oh, we did.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did.
2: We did. We yeah. act- We actually went to the store and
0: picked it. Yeah, we actually did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, um, probably.
2: Uh, yeah. I guess I have a question just to kind of finish things off. Well, help finish things off. Um, who do you think stole the book? At the, at the end. end? Yeah.
0: Is it possible that Nick Good had a kid at some point? His brother. Is it possible that the brother has a kid <laughs>
2: at some point? Because it was a little kid's hand, right? Well, not little, uh, little, but like, yeah.
0: Could it be like a young Arnold Stein stealing these this to release books? <laughs> i don't know it felt like a, a very like 80s 90s horror movie fake out at the end like it felt very in character i liked it but she was i don't she was who was she oh the, the 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 bully from the second one yes that's sure a stretch that's, that's, they kind of yeah. left her out and, yeah,
2: that was
0: it um if they want to make another one I'll watch another one like honestly a new trilogy altogether i you know what? We're getting to the point where the early two thousands can be nostalgic again. So can be nostalgic now. So you know, if they if they want to make a Fear Street two thousand seven and everyone's on like Tumblr and we're all listening to My Chemical Romance and and, <laughs> and Fear Street you know, twenty sixteen, I, I can I, I, I'd watch it because that's that that's my people. That's my that's my time. So you know, it, it
2: would actually be it's, a lot of fun. Cause,
0: yeah, because I. I watched uh, Stranger Things with my parents who grew up in the 80s. And when I was, I I watched it with my mom first. And she she was like, Oh, I remember that. I I listened to that music. I dressed like that. I did this. And then my dad was just like, He was not having it. And then when the characters rolled up with like these crew socks, like all the way to their knees, they were like, Those were our socks. That's accurate. I'm like, That's what you consider accurate. (laughs) (laughs) The socks. Um... Yeah, so I'm ready for that. I'm I'm ready for like the the, the early two thousands um, coming of movie. age movie. Like I'm just I'm just waiting for that
2: to relate to everything, right?
0: Yeah, because mm-hmm. like I related to some of these characters, but mostly just the side ones. Mm-hmm. And 1994, I was born on that year, so I, I couldn't relate to what they were doing or how or how they were dressed. So mm-hmm. I don't know. So yeah, so that's Fear Street. That's the trilogy. And uh, yeah, anything else you'd like to add before we close? I'm okay.
2: I'm good. All
0: right. If you're listening to us on YouTube, you can follow us on any of our links down below. If you're listening to us via podcast, please like, subscribe. We'd really appreciate it. We're trying to grow the channel. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to hear more about our thoughts on movies, go to therollback.net. I've been Chema. I've been Eddie. I'm Nikki, and this,
2: this is the roll. the roll back?
0: <laughs> Signing off with a reminder that pyramid schemes are a scam. <laughs> Herbalife is a scam.
2: A cutco. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay.